Lekutah Sichis, Chelik Tazayim Va'ero Gimel, Bekitzer. In the parasha, Moshe says to the Ebeshter, Hein Ani Aral Tzvasayim, my lips are closed. Ebeshter says to Moshe, Re'ena Satichah Lekim Tafarei, I made you a master of Tafarei, Aaron Achichah Yeh Nebiachah Aaron will be your Spokesperson, you will speak is whatever I command you. And Aaron will speak to Pare. Rashi quotes the words Atasadaber, and he says, "You will speak one time every mission that I gave you, as you hear it from my mouth, and then Aaron will interpret it and explain it to the ears of Pare." Which means that Rashi is learning that unlike when Aaron spoke to the Yidin, that Moshe, in that case, Moshe spoke to Aaron, and Aaron himself spoke to the Yidin. In the case of Aaron, speak, Aaron and Moshe speaking to Paroi, both Moshe and Aaron spoke to Paroi. The difference is, is that Moshe spoke one time, and Aaron explained it and interpreted it. And the proof for this, that Moshe also spoke to Paroi, is first of all because it already said that Aaron is a spokesperson. Spokesperson. So if it says Ata Sadaber, it must be telling me something new, and that is that Moshe should speak as well. Also earlier it says Heim Hamadabrim El Pari. They speak to Paroi, implying that both Moshe and Aaron speak to Paroi. However, this raises a question. Because earlier in Parshish Shmois, it says that Moshe and Aaron came, they spoke to Paroi, and they said, so obviously, in the end of Shmois, both Moshe and Aaron speak to, to Paroi. It's understood, since Moshe had a speech impediment, that Moshe spoke more b- briefly, and Aaron spoke more at length. But the question is, if you have to tell us how the system is that Moshe, both Moshe and Aaron speak, just Moshe speaks shorter, then why doesn't it say it in Shmois? And if it's self-understood, that Moshe speaks shorter, more briefly, and Aaron speaks more at length, then why does it have to say it here? Another question we have is, why does Moshe bring up this whole concept of, my lips are sealed, if he already discussed this with Hashem in Parshat Shmois? He said, and Hashem says, Aaron will speak for you. So why does Moshe bring up this taina once again? And if there's something new that he's introducing here that we don't see, then how does Aaron Achicha Yeh which seems to be the same thing as Yeh how is Moshe's question answered? Now, Mepharshim explained that the reason Moshe brings it up again is because this time he was talking to Paroi. Last time he was talking to, Mo- to the Yidin, but now he's talking to Paroi, so he says, I can't talk to Paroi, I am Aral Sfasayim, my lips are sealed. But that's a difficult answer, because number one, Already in Parsha Shmois, Hashem said both, gather the elders of the Yidin, and I will send you to Paroi. So he, he was talking about both missions. So clearly, is referring to both missions. Also, in Parsha Shmois, a few psukim later, it says, Hashem says to Moshe, you're going to speak to Paroi. And it doesn't say in the end of Shmois, thereafter Hashem tells him to speak to Pari, that Moshe says, Kvat peh, I, have, I, I can't speak well. So obviously, the fact that he uh, 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 is able to speak there is because Moshe understood that Aaron is going to help him. So why all of a sudden over here do we bring up Hein Ani In addition to all this, we have some nuances in Rashi itself. Why does Rashi have to say that Moshe would speak Pam Achas? 
one time. We understand that he would speak and he would speak briefly, but why say one time? Number two, why use the word shlichas? It was every for every shlichas. Why not use the word tzivui for every command that I give you? You will command it to Pare. Number three, why does he have to say kafish shemata mipi as you heard it from my mouth? Wouldn't we understand that Moshe would do his shlichas? Uh, um, as he's supposed to, as he was told. And number four, why does it say Yam Litsenu Viyat Imenu? Two different expressions of Aaron's explaining things. Why the double expression? So to answer all of these questions, we will point out one main point, and that is, is that Moshe changes the wording and the meaning of what he's saying to, to Hashem. In Parsha Shmais, he says, Kvad Peu, Kvad Lashen. And Rashi explains, it's difficult for me to speak, which means that he could speak, but it's difficult. Here he says, in Aparshas Veira, he says, Aral Sfasayim, my lips are stuffed. Atum Sfasayim, Rashi says, my lips are sealed. That he couldn't speak at all. And this answers the question. This is the, this is what Moshe is introducing with this new Taina, that not only can he can he speak, but it comes difficult, with difficulty. Here he says to Moshe, I real, to Hashem, I realized I can't speak at all. And as a matter of fact, if I go to Paroi and I'm silent, it might look like I'm agreeing with what Paroi is doing. It's going to make it worse. So don't send me if I can't speak. And Hashem responds, Ata Sadaber, not just to say that you should speak, but you will be able to speak. Despite the fact that you have a speech impediment, you will be able to speak. Why or how? Because you are a shliach of Hashem. Because you are representing Hashem. And that's why Rashi uses the word shlichus, call shlichus shlichus, to say that since Moshe is a shliach of Hashem, therefore he will be able to speak. Similar to what Rashi says, Ani Hashem, earlier on, Kidai Ani Lishalechacha, I am worthy to send you and for you to fulfill my shlichus, because it's Ani, because you're being sent by Hashem, therefore you could fulfill the shlichus and therefore you could transmit the shlichus even with a speech impediment. And this is what Rashi is saying. With this, it should say once, my shlichus, as you heard it from me, the purpose of Moshe's going was not to convince Pari with good explanations and reasonings. The purpose of Moshe going was to transmit the shlichus of Hashem. To say that he is representing Hashem and he is therefore coming with a kayach of Hashem. Therefore, what Moshe has to do is repeat verbatim what Hashem said and repeat it once with the same and the same exact words because all he's doing is bringing Hashem and Hashem's words to Pari. So if you're going to ask, how is Pari going to understand? Pari doesn't understand Hebrew. Pari doesn't speak Lashon HaKadosh. And Moshe, obviously Hashem spoke to Moshe in Lashon HaKadosh. This is why Rashi says two times, Yam Litzenu V'yat Imenu. Yam Litzenu in this case doesn't just mean to interpret, it means to translate. Similar to the words, Ki'ha-Melitz Be'noisam, that uh, in Parashas Miketz, it says that Yosef had a Melitz, which Rashi explains a translator who translated the words of the brothers from Hebrew to Egyptian. So Yam Litzenu means he had to translate it. Aaron had two, a, a double job. Number one, he had to first translate Moshe's words into a language that Pari could understand, and then he could explain it and, and, and argue, make, make the arguments that Pari should accept it. One last question before we get to Yenish Altaira, and that is, what's the purpose of Moshe speaking? If Pari doesn't understand it anyway. And the answer is, earlier the Pasik says, Rashi explains, I made you into a shayfit vireida, a judge and an enforcer, to enforce it through, through plagues and suffering. Moshe is 
not here to explain with words of reason. That's Aaron's job. Moshe is to be a judge and an enforcer. And in this case, Moshe comes to Pari, says over the words of Hashem, which Pari doesn't understand. But Moshe, but Pari sees how Moshe delivers it with the facial expressions, and he understands that this is serious business. Now we go to Yenus Shaltera. Chassidus explains on this pasuk that when klipas are in their strongest form, one should not try to take them down because since they are they are in their uh, strength, it's impossible to destroy them unless the Abishter. the Abishter who is a kariyachol can do anything. The Abishter could destroy them. Other than that, we should stay away. This is the pasuk in a way of uh, of something that's unexpected. That even though Pare was in his heyday, the klipa was in its fullest strength. Nevertheless, Hashem said, "Moshe, you'll be able to do it." And why? Because since Moshe is the nasi hadar, the one standing between the Abishter and the yidden to convey the word of Hashem, therefore, when he speaks, he's able to. Uh, pass on the actual Dvar Hashem, and because he has the Dvar Hashem, therefore, he's able to overcome the Klippa of Pari. And that's why Moshe had to speak, and it wasn't enough that Aaron should speak, and even though it was a different language, it didn't matter, because the point over here is to break the Klippa of Pari, which only Moshe can do, and therefore, he doesn't, Pari doesn't even have to understand what Moshe is saying, he has to be, just be broken. And now we understand why Moshe had to give over the words of Hashem, Kefi Mipi, because the kayach that Moshe has to break the klippus is only when he is speaking the word of Hashem through his voice. And this is why it says, Ata Sedaber. This is why Ata Sedaber comes after Moshe says, Anir Chassidus explains that the fact that Moshe couldn't speak was caused by his bittel. Because he was in a state of bittel, he was so in such a state of submission to Hashem that he couldn't teach, he couldn't speak. And therefore, when it comes to Aral Sfasayim, which is speaking even less, he couldn't speak at all. This shows on a bittel betachlis, a total bittel. And only after Moshe reached this level of total bittel, then through that he was able to bring that he should be able to transmit the Dvar Hashem and break the Klippa of Paran. One might still ask, it's not fair. Why does Pari get to hear from Moshe himself and the Yidin do not get to hear from Moshe himself? They hear it through Aaron. And the answer to this question is that when Aaron speaks to Moshe, Aaron is just passing it on. There is no transformation, there's no change that happens in the words because they're going through Aaron. Similar to the concept of Moshe Kibbal Torah Messina, that even though we there have been many conduits between Moshe and us learning Torah, nevertheless, when we learn Torah, it's as if it's Torah Messina. However, when Moshe speaks to Parai, had it gone through Aaron, it would have been watered down because of Aaron's translation, and Pari would not have gotten the Dvar Hashem, and therefore the clipper wouldn't have been broken. But when, when a Yid receives it from Aaron, it's as if he's receiving it from Aisha, nothing changes. And this is a very powerful lesson, that sometimes the Nefesh kiss is in Golos and the Nefesh Abamis, the Nefesh Abamis is thriving and is overpowering the Nefesh kiss. And the Eitz is Nesaticha Elikim Bafari. You have to uh, uh, anger yourself at your Yitzhahara, and you have to try to break the Yitzhahara. And the Koyach for this is from Moshe Rabbeinu. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was given the power to be an Elikim, to be a ruler to Parai, every Yid has a piece of Moshe inside of them, and therefore they could become a boss and a ruler over their Yitzhahara.
And certainly in, in, in uh, the Jews in general, the Jewish people in general, we have the Moshe of every generation that has the power to overcome the challenges of that generation because they have the Kayach of Moshe. This answers the question. Since we, a person might say, we're in a Chayshach, we're in a terrible darkness. How can we be expected to spread Chassidus? How can we be expected to teach that the, to the people to go in the ways of Chassidus? The answer is we have to know that there's a Rebbe in every generation. And our generation, the generation of Ikfas the Mashiach, the last generation before Mashiach, has the same neshamas as the generation of Deir Amidban. So we have special neshamas. When we connect ourselves to the Rebbe, then we have no reason to be afraid of the darkness of the Galas. We can beat the Galas down, even though, of course, we prefer Bedarki Neim and Bedarki Shalom to go in the way of pleasantness, which is what the Friedrich Rebbe said, the Chesed of he asked of his father. But we have to know that when we connect ourselves to the Rebbe and we learn his Torah and we go in his ways, then we have no reason to be afraid of any darkness, of any uh, concealments. And just like Meshach Rebbeinu broke the klipa of Paroi, then we will be able to break the klipa of this Galus and the Meshach of our Dur will take us all out of Galus, with an, out, with, an up, with a raised up hand, the Karav Mahmish.